0: Feels the same way. We've gotten away from using the same passwords again and again and again or sticky note reminders or having that notebook that says passwords I must remember. Plus, 1Password is trusted by millions, including giants like IBM and Slack. With 1Password, my digital life and my family's digital life is not only more secure, but infinitely simpler. That's two free weeks at one com slash Productive Convo. Again, onepassword.com/productivecombo. slash Productive Convo. Check out 1Password. I know you'll fall in love with it like my whole family has. Again, that's one productivecombo slash Productive Convo for two free weeks. Check it out today. Have you ever considered the impact your work environment has on your health and your productivity? Enter uplift desk a revolutionary standing desk designed to transform the way you work and that's just the beginning of what uplift desk has to offer with an emphasis on ergonomics and customization uplift desk offers a solution that caters to the dynamic needs of modern professionals whether you're coding designing or podcasting like i am right now the flexibility to switch between sitting and standing can significantly enhance your focus and vitality What makes Uplift Desk stand out is not just their commitment to quality and innovation, but also their dedication to creating a healthier workspace. With options to customize from over 100 desktop materials and a plethora of accessories, Uplift Desk ensures that your work setup is uniquely yours, promoting better posture and movement throughout the day. And here's an offer to get you started on a healthier work journey starting today. Go to upliftdesk.com slash timecrafting for 5% off your order. That's upliftdesk.com slash timecrafting to get 5% off your entire order. Your health, your productivity, your future self will thank you. Again, that's upliftdesk.com slash timecrafting and get 5% off your entire order today. Alright, I'd like to welcome David Sparks, Mac Sparky to the podcast. David, thanks for joining me today. My pleasure. It's been it's how long has it been since we talked? Uh, it's been I mean, the last time I saw you was at Macworld like a year over a year ago. It was No, a, yeah. it wasn't it
1: wasn't it this year, didn't you go this year? No,
0: I didn't go this year.
1: I saw you then at um the World Domination Summit last, yeah, year, last year. Last summer.
0: Yep. Yep, that that's true. That was the last time we saw each other. But uh, no, Portland's a great city. And and speaking of great, your your the most recent episode of your of Mac Power Users was, was awesome because it was task management, right? So yeah, it yeah. Was, that uh, was
1: a tough one, really, because there's so many different ways to do it. The last time we covered that topic was 2009, and the whole landscape has changed since then. And we've got a lot of really positive and and some negative feedback on it. But, because every there's so many different pet systems for task management, and there's no way to cover it all in an hour and a half.
0: Well, it's, it, it was interesting, because I, I found this week, I finally got mentioned on Reddit for the first time, which I guess is a badge of honor, but it was not exactly the way I was hoping to get mentioned, is that the there was a comment about all the productivity and task management apps, and how come they're all Mac-centric. And, and they said, you know, on Mike Vardy's podcast, all he talks about is the Mac stuff, which... I don't do as much. Um, you would be doing that because it's Mac Power <laughs> users. Yeah. But do you find that like uh, that people are getting? There's so many things out there now that people are like. There's there's a severe backlash against productivity apps in general. Are you finding that?
1: Um, I don't know. I, I think there's a lot of options. I know that on the Mac, like as like around circa 2007 to 2008 or nine it was a wasteland there mm. was just nothing good for task management and there was all these you know uh, the whole thing with you know turning omni outliner into a task manager was because there wasn't anything better yeah, and kink, now
0: kinkless gtd right yeah yeah
1: and now there's just so much great stuff i mean and that was the point i tried to make in the show um is that i think it depends on your needs i mean you can get by with very little if if you can pull it off
0: right and, and when we did the omni focus uh, setup I know that I was called out for switching from app to app to app and testing them out. I mean, and and one of the things, and obviously, I'm, I'm I still I still have OmniFocus too. I'm using um, something different because I do a lot of collaborative work now. Which again, like you said, it, it's depending on the needs of the the needs of the user. And it's nice to have this embarrassment of riches now. And I think no matter what platform you're on, really,
1: yeah, that's true. Although I I think, um, and this is something that that I say too often probably in our show is that, you know, the real benefit of being on the Mac platform is the Mac developers. Mm-hmm. And there's this, there's this great, I mean, we just did a show with guy English who needed a really great app to, to annotate images. So he wrote napkin and it's like an amazing application and that's just another example of, of these guys and gals on the Mac making amazing applications. And I just don't see that on the other platforms.
0: And once extensibility comes into play with iOS 8... Isn't like
1: that amazing? It- I mean, it's like... It's coming in, it's like we're all about to hit the lotto, and most people don't even realize they have a ticket in their hand.
0: No, exactly. It's so, um, and I mean, I'm still on the 4S because, uh, you know, in Canada, we had those three year contracts that finally got dipped to two. So I'm actually going to be able to upgrade now, finally, because my contract's done. And I can't wait because, uh, I mean, my 4S still runs fine. But it when a a newer snappier iPhone will handle all of the the workflow needs that I'm gonna that I'm gonna need to to take full advantage of. And this, I mean, I'm seeing now with an app like like use Dispatch. Let's I want to talk about, a bit about Dispatch. That email app, it couldn't have existed, just like drafts or anything, couldn't have existed. You know, even three years ago, right? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and, and no one would no one would have thought to. I mean, we knew that we know email is a problem, you know, in terms of task management in a lot of ways. People spend too much time in there and they don't actually move. You know, they use their email app as a a task manager, which, you know, unless you're really, really disciplined, won't work. And then you've got these ones that are coming along like, you know, Boxer, Mailbox, Dispatch, uh, Triage. And it's changed the game in, in such a great way.
1: Did you see Dispatch now prints to PDF? Yep. Yeah. Crazy. I know crazy when are they gonna make an ipad app for dispatch
0: i don't know i mean i'm lucky that that i've got the mini so when i blow it up and i like the fact it blows it up automatically now you don't have to press the two time thing it just opens it up as the as the large version it doesn't bother me as much but i think that it's got to be i mean clean shaven's got to have it on the horizon because it's just it's a killer killer app and, and I mean, now with the additional, I mean, what they've got—they've got the cab app in there now. Like you can call a cat. you can can send directions to the. Like it's just insane what you can do. And then drafts again. I just finally got editorial, by the way, on my iPad. I don't know why I waited so long. I don't know. I have no idea why I waited so long. It's 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 crazy awesome. But that's the thing is, there's so many apps that you can use, and then they work in conjunction with one another. That are that's going to make your workflow experience. Um, that much smoother, right? Well,
1: yeah, and the difference is right now to make all that stuff work, you've got to be kind of a a scientist Mm -hmm. about it and plug things together, whereas with what's coming with iOS 8, it's going to just magically happen. And the smarter developers are already, you know, building these hooks in, so you're going to be able to use a function from application one throughout the operating system. And then you think about special keyboards, and it's uh, you know I, I, the the story about iOS eight is going to be the apps that come out on day one and day ten, and you know in that period it's it's going to be like a new gold rush in some ways.
0: It's, it's yeah that, yeah. Sorry, go ahead.
1: I think it's going to cost me a bunch of money. I'm pretty sure.
0: <laughs> I think it's going to cost all of us a bunch of money. Yeah. Um, can you give like a Cliff's Notes version of how you am, are able to balance family, you know, your law? And, you know, doing the awesome stuff you do with, you know, iBooks and all the other stuff you're working on. Like, how do you how do you make that all jive?
1: I don't have a cloning machine. <laughs> but, the uh, you
0: know, it, some of it
1: is is not as sexy as you think it would be. Um, um, so when they hear he's a lawyer, they're like, oh, he's a lawyer. So they think, you know, every lawyer works 80 hour weeks and I don't. I mean, very early in my career, I I clerked for a federal judge. So I had, um, well, I externed for a federal judge. I guess you got to use the right term. But I had a lot of opportunities for big firms that paid lots of money and wanted you to work lots of hours. And I just, I grew up very blue collar. And I'm like, you know what? I don't need that stuff. So uh, I wanted to be around with my kids. So I have always worked in these small firms where, we kind of set our own clock, and you know, I drive a Ford, not a Mercedes. You know, I don't mm. make the big bucks at the day job, but but that gives me enough time. And I'm not saying I I, I work full time, but I don't work crazy hours like some lawyers do. Right. So that's right. one of my secrets. Um, another of my secrets is my kids are much older now. Um, you know, the, my youngest is 12, my oldest is 17, and we spend a lot of time together. But when you have little kids, it is all consuming. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no way I could be doing this stuff if my kids were, you know, two and and seven instead of twelve and seventeen. And so I have a little bit more time that way. Um, uh, I really love all this Max Parky stuff I do. I mean, it it really, it, you know, I get an endorsement from it. I, I just love doing it. I love making friends like you, Mike, and I and I love making stuff that people will enjoy, and I love hearing from people that kind of their lives get a little bit better because something I did, I mean, what's the, that's the ultimate high. So, mm-hmm. you know, I get that from it and, and I applaud and I pick away. I mean, I, I, I think some people think this is a stick that I do, but it's not. I mean, I've never been, you know, particularly smart. It's legendary in my family, how hard it was to teach me to read. And, um, but I've always been a hard worker. And, you know, I I pick something and I just, you know, bite the elephant every day and hopefully I consume it at some point. And that's how I do it. So, so it's just, you know, picking away at things and being kind of the right point in my life that I can have time to do these things. It all kind of combines together. And then I use all kinds of weird hacks, like using drafts and dictating. And, like, I'm working on my next field guide now. And I realized that, I hadn't written anything on it in two weeks. So all week this week, I've been driving back and forth to work. It's a half hour commute rather than listening to podcasting. I've been dictating uh, the next book and, you know, I just look tonight. I've got 5,000 words in this week, which is feels a lot better. It feels like I'm making progress again. And I just stole some time um, in my commute.
0: Well, and, and that's the thing, right? Is that a lot of people, and, and I guess the other thing is you put in a lot of stuff, but the, like when you put out a field guide or something like that, clearly uh, there's, you know, there's a launch and all that stuff. So uh, that old adage of there's nothing, you know, everything is new on the internet, you know? <laughs> so so it, the the appearances could be that, yeah, you're working on these things on an ongoing basis, but people see it coming out consistently like, wow, how is he doing? Well, you're, you're planning it over months and months and months. It's not something that, you know, you just go to, you know, get up and, and knock it out in a week, right?
1: Yeah. In fact, because I'm, I've, i 've got all these different things taking my attention. Nothing gets done that quickly, right It always is a march
0: so so um your kids are five years apart. My kids are yeah. five years apart, only mine are four and nine so yeah. uh what what should I do? Should I just stop because they're because t- <laughs> they're, they're they're still so young, or the one thing that works for me is that Colton's finally realizing that the door knocker like when I have like I have a I've taken uh, when I was at a hotel. There's one that like the door knock that says you know do not disturb or whatever. I put that on the door, and he recognizes that that means no one can you know daddy can't uh, I can't be disturbing daddy. Although he's probably the only four year old on the planet that knows what a podcast is, because he's like daddy's doing his podcast. We can't be loud right now. It's quite it's quite it's quite hilarious.
1: Well, it's you know and but those days are precious and they will be over before you know it. So just make sure you make enough time. I just, it's always a challenge. I just, um, every year I speak in Chicago at the American bar association and um, it's very prestigious to be on that faculty. And there's a bunch of people there that I, I really adore who are just really smart, clever nerds and lawyers. And it's the nicest group of lawyers I spend time with every year. And I always look forward to it. And then, um, I had promised my twelve-year-old that she has a thing for school, and I had mm-hmm. promised her, like at the end of last year, that I would do it. And I found out today that I should have realized earlier, but I, I realized today that 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 promise falls right smack in the middle of the Chicago conference. Oh. So, um, so I, you know, I I called the Chicago people and I said, I'm really sorry, I just can't go this year. And I told him it's you know I promised something to my daughter and you know if I'm gonna be, I don't want to get you a, a a tag. If I'm gonna yeah. be a, you know what to mm-hmm. somebody, it's gonna be to you
0: guys yeah.
1: over her. You know, and uh, but that stuff's always a challenge.
0: Well, yeah, and, and I think that the the thing is, is I I have the fortunate uh, ability to work from home, so I see my son like my son and my 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 wife and daughter have gone away for the next three days they've gone up island to a little beachside resort because school they got, basically school ended two weeks early here in june because of a teacher strike so i lost two weeks of 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 work because of it to a certain extent so my yeah. wife said hey i'm going to take the kids up you go ahead and, and do some work here for three days and in my my mind i'm like i wanted to go because they're going to really cool, you know, <laughs> they're going to be sitting on yeah. the edge of the Pacific Ocean. But I, I knew that, I, that this was important. Um, my daughter and I uh, were going to probably go to San Francisco together for the Dad Summit in in, uh, in January. Because she's always wanted to go to San Francisco. And I said to my wife, well, what if I bring the kids and, and you know, you stay home and you get the, that time. And she's like, you want to take the kids to San Francisco, feel free. Um, so, yeah, I think that, that it's all about. I think those tools, and I think this is—I mean, you talk about this, you know, regularly, even without saying it—is that these tools um, allow us to make those choices. They allow us to say, okay, they make those choices easier, I guess, to to a certain extent, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, the the argument uh, every like every six or you know twelve months on the internet. Somebody writes the argument how things like, uh, you know, extensive task management like GTD or OmniFocus or whatever the flavor is, um, actually prevent you from doing creative work. And there's always somebody that's got their their story about yeah. how they got into one of these systems and they never got anything done, and then they dumped the systems and now they're so productive. And I, I don't agree with that. I think that I don't even buy
0: it. I don't buy it. I think that the, it's 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 fleeting. But sorry, go ahead. yeah.
1: No, I agree. I think having systems and tools allow you to make time to be creative, and uh, well, you so know that, it.
0: That John Cleese talk, right? You need time and space to be to to make great things happen. Like you can't, and the only way you can create time and space is by having a framework or a foundation that allows that. Right? You can't just expect it to show up.
1: Yeah. Well, we talked about that on the task management show mm-hmm. that just went up last week because I get weekly emails from people saying, hey, you know, what because I, you know, OmniFocus, f- f- for however to happen, I mean, they're a sponsor of our show, but long before that, I was kind of an advocate of the product, because I just think it's so useful. But I get emails from people saying, well, you know, I look in my task manager, and it's just so full, I can't get anything done every day, I wake up and spend two hours getting it organized. And and the point I have to write back to them, in fact, I, I wrote a, a blog post called, um, I think, Task Management Insanity was mm-hmm. the name of the post. And I say, you can't. You're right. If you've got that many tasks, you're never going to get anything done. I think that the trouble that a lot of people have is once they get these automation tools, they don't appreciate you know the commitment and the obligation that comes with everything you write into a task manager.
0: No, they, they figure that the, the tool does the work for them.
1: Yeah, and it's really hard. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's really hard because you wrote something down in there, and you said maybe you, you interpret that as a promise you made to yourself that you would, you know, that you would go to France. But all of a sudden, you realize I don't have time to go to France.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, 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 Patrick Groen and and Schechter and I had a great conversation on 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 work flowing about uh, you know when I was talking about don't just ship deliver because I think just like in Box Zero uh that that's been kind of bastardized by uh you know the Seth Godinism of just ship it has been totally taken out of context and now people are just figuring that if they throw things out there then they've shipped it it doesn't matter how good it is and you're you're an example of somebody who does not just you you put stuff out there but you deliver it you 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 put a lot of attention and detail into it you just don't throw spaghetti on a wall and see what sticks but Patrick was talking about how he's starting to use his calendar as, in, in no uncertain terms, as kind of the task management component because basically uh, everything that, unless it's put into a, a, a time slot, it's just a wish. And I don't know, how do you feel about that? Because you and I, I think, I mean, I come from that school of the only things that go on in a calendar are the things that, the agreements you either make with others or with yourself. Uh, I think that if you start to throw everything on your calendar, then then nothing stands out on your calendar.
1: Yeah, it's it's always kind of hilarious when you see someone who has calendared every minute of their day. And um, I think it's an interesting exercise, you know, to go through if you want to calendar your commute and calendar your lunch break and your potty break and calendar, you know, the time you're going to spend gazing at your navel and all, you know, some people do that and I, I'm curious to see whether they can stick to that. Uh, I know I can't because my my day often involves brush fires that need to be put out that right. I didn't know existed. Um, I can tell you that at the beginning of the week, and we kind of got started on this in the show last week, but I don't think I really verbalized it very well. But at, at the beginning of the week, quite often I will do the big rocks and look at my, um, my tasks, my big tasks for the week, and I'll, I'll block out sections of time to do them. And for me, that's quite often early in the morning. And by by putting that on the calendar, it helps me, you know, kind of avoid the usual morning productivity porn that right. you know is RSS and posting to Max Barky or whatever. It allows me to say, okay, I'm here. There's nobody going to be here for two hours. The office is my own, and now I can just really work without interruption. And that feels pretty good.
0: Right. Um- what do you think, and I don't remember if you, I don't think you covered this, at least uh, I, I don't remember you covering it. What do you think about these task management apps that are social? You know, the ones where it's, uh, it's almost like crowd, crowd, crowd sourced to a lack of it. You know what I mean? Where you get yeah. the What do you think about those?
1: I, you know, I, I don't really buy it. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, it's just like. The um, I have not kind of famously on our show. I've always I've never really been a Facebook user.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, the um, I you know, a couple of years ago I tried Facebook and then all all these people from high school that I didn't wasn't friends with them wanted to be my friends. It just was weird. And so just recently my wife got me to sign up again for Facebook because there's some family stuff that I was just missing. Right. And then slowly, then I made friends with Gene McDonald. And then uh, you know, all of a sudden, I've got all these hooks going into the Apple community uh, in Facebook. And I, it's kind of like this existential crisis. Mm. And at, then I, I, so I've been watching Facebook and it's not any of our Apple friends, but actually some, some old friends of mine. And I read their, I know them pretty well. And I read the Facebook post and then I, I know the person. I'm like, this is all BS. Mm. I mean, that's not even that person, and and I feel like kind of the social task management could easily you could easily fall into that trap. Right. It's like today I'm going to spend two hours working on a cure for cancer, when in fact you're going to be sitting on the couch with your hand in your, you know, in your belt and watching Doctor Who.
0: Right. Right.
1: Eating Doritos.
0: Yeah. It. it, it it's. Facebook's fascinating in that respect too because you, the other thing you see is you see people airing dirty laundry on there too which is like you do know that that is not yours anymore as soon as you put it on there. Yeah, <laughs> it's, I... it's pretty uh it's pretty apparent. but that, what and and lift. I mean I I like uh I like the concept of it. I like the habit building components that you see and stuff like that. But I'm also I'm not a fan of the the, the Hey, I'm going to commit to this and the whole world will see it. And if I don't do it, then public shaming may, may and um, public shame may be too strong a word, but that will keep me honest or that will keep me going. Um, do you use, first off, do you use any kind of habit building apps? Or And, and secondly, um, do you feel the same way about like the kind of the crowd a- a- in those kind of apps?
1: Yeah, well, I, I think that the whole social element of it, um you know one there's two sides of it the one is shaming like i need mm-hmm. you guys to shame me i need the the threat of public humiliation in order to do something and i have a problem with that it, it feels kind of unhealthy to me mm-hmm. and then then there's another side of it where people who do it just because they want to show off how great they are and how they're doing you know whatever it is right uh and either way i I just could never do it i mean i've i've had apps that play with it mm-hmm. but but i i've just never been i don't know i just i just feel like i would be i i don't want to put out there that I'm trying to floss my teeth twice a day right it's just i don't feel like anybody cares. And if anybody does care, that's just weird. Well, and you're, so,
0: and you're already being—I mean, <laughs> with that task management episode, you're like, you know, you're on that strange side of, of you know, like being uh, a little bit quirky with that too. So all of a sudden, you start throwing that stuff out there, and it's like, you, how how often can you track this stuff? If you if you're yeah. putting everything out there, then you're spending more time monitoring than doing, right?
1: Well, okay, so so that's that's the one side of it. The other side mm. of it is is habit. Apps, I think, are a great idea. I um, actually wrote an article about this from MacWorld a year or two ago, and I have been using faithfully one called Habit List, yep. which which has a really nice design. And I do floss my teeth twice a day, and mm-hmm. I do track that. And I, you know, I have medication I take, and I track that. And I have, you know, meditation practice, and I, I have these things. And it honestly, because I'm a geek. The fact that I'm quantifying it sometimes is what I need to push myself through another day. Yep. Sometimes yep. I'll wake up and say, "Well, you know what? I'd rather just lay in bed and, you know, watch something on my iPad." And I'm like, "Well, you know what? Though I've gone 32 straight days doing this habit, I'm going to get up and do it the 33rd day." So it, it's it's a it's a it's a um a self hack, but I would never imagine really sharing that stuff.
0: No, that's those are self those are those are self contained. I use full full is the one I use. And the reason I like it is because I get to see it. I get, you know, the words that I want to write per day. I get all that stuff, but it doesn't get shared to the, to the general public. It's, it's for me and me alone. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that, I, I mean, I get it and I like the, I like the, some people need it. Some people need that stuff. It's just like, do you journal? You journal, don't you? Yeah. yeah. I yeah. Do. You use day one for that. I'd yeah. Imagine. yeah. Same thing. I journal every day. And most people are like, why would you journal every day? I'm like, to me, it's, why wouldn't you?
1: I was just reading somewhere. I don't know who, I I just read recently someone who said if, it was a, I think it was a Google talk where they were talking about, um, they were teaching programming at some university. I think it was Stanford or something. And the teacher's assistant put a teddy bear outside his office door. And he said, "Before you come in to me with your programming question, you have to first fully explain the question to the teddy bear." And apparently, it cut down the number of office visits by half. Wow. Because the, uh, you know, just the 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 process of stopping and verbalizing something that's on your mind, a lot of times you come up with your own solution. Right. So, I think diarying works the same way and then and then uh, then, the comment they made during the talk was you know that would probably work for psychoanalysis too if if everybody talked to a teddy bear they wouldn 't need as many shrinks <laughs> i don 't know if that 's true or not but no, the, um... I,
0: but but I like the concept because yeah i mean i I will journal, and the the journaling is here 's what happened today and, and and the thing is is some well how how many times do you journal how long is your entry i'm like i, I don't go that granular it's like, I just need to make sure I do it every day and when I do it, it's like, here's what, here's what went right today. Here's what went wrong. And uh, if, if any, in, in that case, on both sides of the equation. And then, uh, you know, here's what, here's what I'm looking forward to tomorrow. And, you know, good night journal. You know, it's kind of like, yeah. and it's really- to ther- a certain
1: degree, it's therapeutic Absolutely. to, to it, get it out. And now, do you have intentions for your children or your wife or your great-grandchildren to read it someday? I do. Just, See, I'm not sure I do. I've never even, you know, I've, well, I've I, told the...
0: I guess I have it there. Let's put it this way. It's there if they want. And I actually have a written journal that I occasionally write in as well. But the the day one journal, it's there. If they want to read it down the line, they can. I'm big on keepsakes. Like I've got my wife. We have a, a storage area above in our hallway closet. It looks like it's basically... Uh, it looks like you could store a dead body in it it's the <laughs> and that's where all of my mementos of when I was doing comedy and all the like you know all the magazine like I keep all that crap uh, yeah I think I got that from my mom. Uh, my daughter is now doing it as well apparently it took three hours to clean her room while I was away in Texas uh, because of it uh, but uh so i mean i I have Let's put it this way, I haven't ruled it out, but it's not I mean, I'm I'm not sitting there going, you know, I need to this, this I better be conscious of what I write in case my kids read this someday. Yeah,
1: see, I'm I'm the opposite. I don't keep anything to a fault. Hmm. And but but I was thinking about that. I mean, i so I've been doing this diary now for a while hmm. and My thousands of people know about it because I talk about it on the podcast and other places. But my immediate family actually has no clue that I'm doing it. And I don't have it password protected. So I guess uh, if they ever got into the computer, they could read it. But I've never actually told them about it. And I sometimes wonder that if I told them, oh, I'm going to make this great diary you can read someday, if it would change what I wrote in it. Uh, And I suspect it probably would. So I've of intellectually refuse to even go there i I, just
0: yeah i've never actually told them about it i don't think i think yeah i think my wife because she doesn't see because it's it's actually something that's in my task manager like don't forget to write in your journal right like it's one of the repeating tasks um and i don't think she really knows about it uh although she does she knows that the journal exists because the other day i was using slogger for a while right but i got tired of Seeing all the things that would show up in there that really weren't—it's too much. Too much. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't need to know that my Insta Paper queue was slowly, slowly growing and growing and growing. So I, I, I removed it. Uh, But I looked it. I've got almost a thousand entries in this thing already and and i'm sitting, and my wife's like what are you doing i'm like oh, i'm just killing some journal entries off that don't really like all these automated ones and she kind of went oh okay like it was very <laughs> very innocuous so i think yeah. that's how it's come up and yeah i mean it's just like um one password right like she knows that there's oh you know which i guess is good i mean you've probably done the same thing right where my wife knows that if something was to happen to me one password the one password thing is in a safety deposit box she knows how she can get access to it and boom there's no trauma about okay look at all the thousand things that mike's logged in for i i, I need to get access to them yeah we've the, got that yeah, set up too same thing with the day one journal right i mean she she'll it, it'll, it'll be in my will you know i've got a journal on day one if you want to read it go ahead if you don't you don't but it's not going to be something that i i think again for me it's the journal is for me the journal is for me to look i mean i look back at some of the stuff and uh it's pretty amazing, you know, I mean, you look back a couple of years and, and, and I think that that reflection is, I mean, you do the, you do, you review regularly, like your weekly review is pretty granular, I would say. That's, at least that's my opinion of it. Yeah, um, it's 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 a daily review. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, whereas mine is pretty traditional, but the, the reflecting on even just in my journal, and I actually should probably put a task saying, hey. know every month go back and look at the journal because it's kind of like a monthly review to a certain extent right
1: here's a a trick um when you finish a significant project make a journal entry about that
0: yeah i should do that
1: and then maybe even a month later after you finish a big project go back and journal it with a little bit of time between you and completion and you'll have a lot of insight on things right after you finish them and then after you had just a little bit more time that that will be gone in a year
0: that's that's a good good suggestion and you know what i don't tag my entries very often so those would be the ones i would tag so i could just look at at some point in time just type in that tag and all those entries would show up over time yeah that's a great suggestion um david i, I don't want to take up too much of your time this has been awesome where can people find you when you're not busy you know just doing everything.
1: <laughs> uh, if you go to maxsparky.com, you'll find just about everything. Um, if, you, if you're if you interested in the podcast, go to macpowerusers.com. They, they've got their own website there, but maxsparky.com has the books and the blog and, and
0: all the other stuff. Cool. Well, thanks so much, David, for being on the show today.